0: tell you a story that I have spoken about before but I think it's appropriate to the message I want to communicate this morning once upon a time there was a young monk who was doing very well and you know that uh, Western monasticism was the the seed of Western civilization so there were some fabulous monasteries in their days scattered throughout all of Europe so he was an upcoming young monk, very intelligent, very spiritual, very good and um, the abbot called him into his office and he said, I have a task for you. And he says, what is the task? And he was doing this to prepare him for a job in the future of being the abbot of a huge monastery. He says, I need you to go into this monastery that's in the woods, in the hills, far away. He said, they're having problems there and I want you to go and fix them. So obviously the young man was fairly scared to be given this daunting task, and off he set and got to the monastery. And when he got there, it was worse than he could have even imagined. They knew he was coming. There was nobody there to welcome him in any way. The place was overgrown. The vegetable gardens were not weeded. Everything was left unattended. And even worse, when he went in to pray, he said, You know, you'd even get depressed looking at the monks. They didn't even believe in you know, saying, We praise you, O Lord. He said it was horrible. Just, there was no spirit, there was no faith, there was no joy. And he says they were like they were depressed, they were divided, gossiping against each other, all the bad things you could imagine. So he was getting into a situation of despair. And there was a very kindly old monk that kept to himself. And he says, you need to go and visit a hermit who lives not too far away, deeper in the woods, and go and speak to him. So he went in deeper into the woods and he found a hermit. The hermit was a very kind man. He says, I want you to just stay with me and pray. So he stayed with him and prayed in silence every day. He had meals with the, with the, with the, with the hermit, and then they were in silence for probably 10 or 12 days but the, the, the monk was coming back to back to who he was centered in the Lord and then the hermit said to him this will be your last breakfast with me and he says how am I going to sort out those crazy people he says you go back and say, gather all of them and say one thing to them so he gathered he went back and he gathered all the monks and they came in with the usual scowls on their faces and everything and next thing he says Okay, what did the hermit say? What's the message? And he said very simply, he said, One message. He said, The Messiah is among you. And when he said that, they all began to reflect on it. And he said, One of us, the Messiah is one of us. And it changed the whole equation. Then they began to be just that little bit kinder just in case this guy is the Messiah <laughs> and they began to kind of sing a little bit better at their morning prayer just in case the Messiah was behind them and it changed the whole monastery around because the Messiah was among them and it went on like this until they began to clean up the place to um, grow lovely vegetables, have better food and the poor came to them for help and to give help and it became live and vibrant and well and they were shocked when some young men from other villages and towns says we want a part of this as well and their monastery began to grow and became a beautiful and vibrant place. Now that's a story okay I've just told you I want you to take that for a minute and just put it aside and I'm going to come back to it. And why I'm going to come back to it is that's the end of my homily as well as the beginning because what I want to address today is something that's very serious and something I've been reading about for a very long time and that is the whole issue of loneliness and it's a fascinating subject and there's one book I would Pray that everybody would read by a scholar from the University of Chicago called Loneliness. Now, 58% of the people in the United States suffer from some form of loneliness. And it goes from the very young to the very old. If you are suffering from serious loneliness, it is the equivalent of having six shots of alcohol a day and smoking 15 cigarettes a day. It is so destructive in people's lives and when you burn your hand it registers in a part of your brain and scientists have even studied this. When you're lonely that part of your brain is also energized. It's the same as a wound on your hand is loneliness and the side effects of loneliness are outrageous the damage it is doing in people's lives and it is alarming this is something everybody should be talking about and doing something about 58 percent of the population of the United States it's worse than any pandemic it can lead to an increase of cancer it can lead to a a hastening of Alzheimer's and dementia among the elderly it can lead to an increase in alcohol drug addiction depression and young adults in particular are vulnerable as are young women with young children so it's right across the board and it's there and it's toxic and it is dangerous and what I'm going to say to you is what we are doing here is the antidote to that we have the vaccine in the Catholic Church if we took it seriously And took our faith seriously. In Vatican II, the church was called Lumen Hensium, the light of the world. The church is the light of the world. And in that wonderful document that you could read also, they bring up some, some basic truths of our faith. And one of them is, yes, the fullness of the sacrament is in the Eucharist. But all of you sitting out there, you are supposed to be a sacrament as well. And what a sacrament is, the people of God are a sacrament. That is the sign and the source of the presence of the risen Lord in our midst. So you, all of you, are supposed to be the sign and source of the presence of the risen Lord in our midst. And how do you do that? First of all, Jesus says in the Gospels, there are many rooms in my father's house you are one of those rooms. And with that being your room, you're the room where God is dwelling right now. The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are dwelling within you. With that gift comes a task. And the people of God is the new term for the, for the church that Vatican II used, the most ancient term for the church. And when God said, you will be my people, you will act in such a way that everybody will know who God, the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit is. So you have, you know, unfortunately today there is this focus on on our rights. I think we need to shift it and focus on our responsibilities because with your gift comes the task. So how you are here in this church and how you are to each other makes a difference. It is how Jesus has chosen to communicate himself as risen Lord to other people who are around you here today. So if you are indifferent to people around you, some of you are sitting in the same place for years. It's the same out in the parking lot. I look out my window in the morning and I know there's one woman is not there. She's missing because I know where she parks every Sunday morning. And somebody else says, oh, I said they're in a different place this morning. They will be angry because somebody got their place. <laughs> now that's, and I, I saw it last week here. I saw a young man coming into the church at this mass. I think it was this mass. And I'd never seen him before. He sat down. He was late. I knew he was not comfortable. He, it was new to him. And as he was leaving, he was walking out without even one person saying hello to him. That is not the sacrament of the people of God. And why I'm saying this is that, first of all, you have to realize that as a baptized member of St. Joseph's Catholic Church, we have the potential to become the fullness of that sacrament. And we're not there yet and the very fact that you go out of your way to say hello to somebody or engage somebody you are diminishing the possibility of loneliness in yourself and loneliness in other people as well because people need to know that they're cared for people and through you people will know that Jesus Christ is alive and present in our lives so that is what I want us to do I want us to become that monastery that is alive and vibrant and well and that when it comes to people around you you know Saint Paul walked 10,000 miles to spread the good news of Jesus Christ surely you can turn to somebody who is sitting beside you say hello how are you what's your name Hi, this is my name this is your name I know Joanne is doing it here to Gail already but I know you too but you have to do it to somebody you don't know <laughs> so that is that that is the trick do it to somebody you don't know so that nobody is isolated nobody is alone so there is the essence of what I'm talking about remember 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 the people of God gathered in the name of Jesus Christ are a sacrament you are a sign and a source of the presence of the risen Lord in people's lives in our lives here let us become that sacrament so that we will diminish that toxic loneliness that is in society and among all people. And if you can learn to do this, if you do this, it will overflow way beyond. In Libertyville and beyond, we will become the light to all people. Lumen gentium, the light to the nations. And that is what the Lord wants of us as his followers and as his disciples.